Welcome to our newest episode of Paw Prince, a Foley High School podcast. My name is Stephanie Cody, and I'm an alumni and teacher here at Foley High School. Today, I'm very excited because I'm joined by a hodgepodge of teachers from our campus to close out this final season or final episode of our very first season of Paw Prince, which is kind of exciting. Um, so we are really close to the last day of school. We are closing out our grade books and just getting ready to go home for the summer. And I've invited these ladies to join me to talk about their different programs that they do on campus and to talk about some big programs that we work together on. As you can tell, we still have bells ringing, so please you know, disregard that. Um, but I'm gonna let them go around the table and introduce themselves, and then we'll come back and talk about big points together. I am Rachel Parker. I am an alumni of Foley High School, class of 2002. Um, I am finishing up my 16th year of teaching. Um, I am in the business marketing department. Um, this year I've taught, I taught uh, entrepreneurship and career prep. Um, I've been in CTE now teaching lots of different things from intro to business to marketing to personal finance. Um, next year we have some new classes that we're going to offer and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but Foley High School is great and so is our career tech education CTE department. Awesome. Hey guys, I'm Mimi Leverett and I'm finishing my 18th year of teaching. I actually hold an honorary diploma from Foley because I've been here over 10 so that's like means the world to me. Um, I'm a graduate from Mobile County Schools and um, I was actually in business before I went into teaching so I love that I can bring that to my classroom as well and I teach hospitality and tourism so we call it the Hotel and Resort Management Academy. Um, one of my big things here CTE is amazing and so is Foley High School. There's just so many different things offered for our students in CTE and, and around the whole campus but we have wonderful business partnerships that help enrich our programs, especially in the CTE world. And then I also, um, I sponsor FCCLA with Miss Cody, and um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I also have my co-sponsor for yearbook here. You want to take it away? That's my cue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Miranda Mackey. Um, this, I just finished, well, I guess tomorrow I'll finish my first year of teaching. Yay! Um, graduate of the University of South Alabama back in May. Started in, yeah, started at Foley in August, and now here we are, May again, and wrapping it all up. Um, I teach history. This year I taught only US 1 to 10th grade, um, but I've also been co-sponsor with Ms. Leverett on a yearbook. So it's been a very busy year. It has. And what's really cool, and I think this is awesome that you guys have done this, is this is the first year, and really I don't know since when, that students actually receive their yearbook in the same scholastic year of when they attended. Um, I think that's awesome because I really do wonder sometimes, I've honestly thought about this, is how many times seniors order their yearbooks, but because they graduate and they don't come in typically until August or September, that they forget to actually come get their yearbook. So it's awesome that they were able to receive it before they graduated it was and that was something Miranda and I decided we needed to make happen and talk to Miss Webb and she said let's do it and we did and it you know pushed our deadline up considerably but sure. we got it done and everybody dug in and I think it's like you said the seniors actually get to have it when they're here which is how I did it back right. and I'm the oldest one here so that was a long time ago um, it just made sense to let the students really get that in their hands, something tangible. One of our commercials that we put out was, it's the only 
permanent record of your school time. You know, yeah, you mm-hmm. have your certificate, your diploma, but that's it. So especially in our digital world, and we know how those things go. So I think it's great that there's still something tangible that the students can flip through and sign and commemorate. I want to add to that signing. I, you know, there are several students who asked me to sign the yearbook. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. whenever we were in school, Stephanie, we got our yearbooks after we graduated, so you didn't do the whole signing right. thing. But, you know, in the movies, you always have them <laughs> look back in the yearbooks and see what people said and and. We're missing that component for those of us that did it the old way. So I think it's great that they're having this opportunity to, because, you know, what the reality, what we all know, and that they don't really grasp at the end like this, is that there are people that are in that yearbook that they will never lay eyes on again. And they may have sat next to that person the whole time they were here as students. And then there may be a little note that they can jot down and just say, you know, it's been great knowing you. And to be able to go back and look at that is is huge. So we commend you guys. One, this is your first year with yearbook too, correct? Both of us, yes. Yeah, so I think it's incredibly amazing that you guys were able to pull this off and do it in the first year that y'all ran it so good kudos to you guys yes. thank well, you all of that but also a shout out to all the kids and everything because they're really the we were just there trying to direct but they're the ones that was 100 percent their product that's awesome so that's that what's was, yeah it's cool to see your kids yeah. step up for sure yeah because uh, i know Jaden is one of your mm-hmm. main leaders in that group and I, I just think y'all have a handful of really great kids that help make that happen definitely and and to shout out also my editor-in-chief anthony Viasio. he graduated but he really stepped up um miss michaela bingham awesome. helped to get the ship rolling at the beginning of the year and um just had a lot of and you know we're leaving names out but those were some definite shining stars and Jaden's coming back next year we've talked marketing plans um you know, we brought in more branding this year, and we're going to work on that continuing. So I'm excited for where it's headed. Awesome. Yeah. It's also the process of trying to sell the fact that people think they don't need these things anymore because they're so interconnected with social media and everything. Definitely. But it's like one central location for everyone's social media. It's not, who is this person I haven't thought of in 10 years? Let me see what they're doing on Facebook. It was like, holy cow, I remember having class with this guy right here as you're going through it. My mom still has her yearbook. My dad has his. I have mine from high school. So it's like, it's one of those things that I think as a kid, you don't appreciate, but as an adult, you 100%, you're like, I'm so glad I bought this. Yes. Took the time to get it signed and all that stuff. Well, and I have all my yearbooks from yes, school here at school and I, I promise you my students love when we have downtime they'll be like can we look at your yearbooks because you know I, inevitably because I went to school here they have family members scattered all throughout it and they love looking at it of course the first thing they say is why is there so many black and white photos and I'm like hush don't get out of here with that but you know <laughs> I will go back and look at my yearbooks when students are like you know my parents know you you went to school with them and I can't place what they yes, look like yes. so I'll go back and look in the yearbook like, oh, to see that one. you know yeah. what they look like yeah Yeah, so I think it is great. I think the whole, you know, well, I can keep up with them on social media, but the reality is you aren't, there's 400 kids that you're graduating with. You're not on social media with all those people. And then inevitably, a lot of times people choose to close out their social media accounts Mm -hmm. and things like that, and then you lose that connection. So anyways, great job, ladies. I'm super glad that we did it the way you did this year. I think that's great, and I'm excited to see what you guys do with it for years to come, considering it's the first year it's amazing things are happening there. So awesome. Thank Only you. up from here. That's right. That's right. Okay, so why don't we dive into talking about our career tech department. Um, we have several people that we want to mention as we talk about 
um, this department. And so I think we'll start there is just mentioning the people that are a part of this department. And then um, kind of those of us who are present can dive more deep into the actual programs that we are a part of within the department. Um, so do you want to talk about the different people that we have in our department? Rachel? Sure. Um, our career tech department has several different, I guess, smaller departments. Um, we have ag, um, we have resort and hotel management, um, we have health science, we have marketing, we have ROTC, and then sports med um, is separate from health science. And I think education is right. And yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't put your name on my list. And then education you know, was, and training. And then engineering. Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. engineering. Can't leave that out. Yes. I think that's the thing is, I, and I could be wrong, so you ladies will know better. This is my first year in the CTE department, so I'm still learning a lot of new things. But we have to be one of the clo like biggest CTE departments in the county, I would Definitely. think. Okay. Okay. And we really didn't give a shout out to co-op because oh, yes, yes, that's sure. a whole other yes. entity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a big department. It's probably one of the largest on our campus, but that's what's cool about the department is, and I don't know if the community always knows this, but that these students on this campus have a huge amount of opportunity to so explore different careers before they ever exit high school, which I think is such a massive gift um, because as we all know, a lot of times, I mean, I was pretty directionalist when I left here as a senior. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And looking back, had I had these kind of opportunities, I think I would have had a better op, you know, chance of knowing what I wanted to do before I ran to college. When people ask me what I teach, they expect you know, English or math mm -hmm. or something. I say, I teach business and marketing. And they're like, you offer that at your high school? Yes, like they have no clue because it wasn't offered 20 years ago Correct. when we were right. in school right. or some people longer. And, and they're, they're amazed at what I tell them with all the different departments. Yes. Um, but we have also a, a club. We have a National Technical Honor Society, which um, is mainly run by Tiffany Howard. She does amazing and I help her, you know, a little bit. Um, but it's like a National Honor Society, but it's for all the CTE departments, and they have to have a certain GPA. Obviously, attendance and discipline is part of it, <clears throat> and they have to have taken at least two um, career tech classes. Um, and so we do service projects. They have to have service hours. Um, and so it's just like regular National Honor Society, but it's for our career tech department. Um, and then every career tech department also has a CTSO, Career Tech Student Organization, um, where we compete in the county, we compete in the state, um, some make it to nationals, and um, so every department has that as well. Um, but health science marketing, ROTC, sports med, education and training, engineering, co-op. And for co-op, that's where students can leave either half a day, one period, two period, three periods, or four periods now. And they do have to have a certain number of career tech classes. Again, attendance, um, GPA is part of that. They have to have a resume. Tiffany will interview them. Um, There's certain requirements that they have to have so many hours per month, per semester, um, and depending on how many periods they leave, obviously they have to have more hours for that and you have to have the same job throughout the year. So Rachel's talking about work hours. Yes, they have to work, have work hours. hours. And they do have to have the same employer. It has to be a continual thing. So if a student tends to job hop, 
this is not a good space for them. And another exciting thing is if they've taken two CTE courses, like for with me, hotel and resort management, and then they work in industry, they can become, that can be their CRI, their career readiness indicator, their college and career um, readiness indicator. So again, it helps them make it all the way through and get that diploma, walk across the stage. It's a wonderful option for a lot of students. And you know, again, I think money motivates. And so for a lot of our kids maybe that are itching to make money, this is a great way of keeping them in school because we're like, right. hey, we know you're ready to go and we know you're ready to make money. But if you just come to school for these few periods, we can get you out earlier and you can be you know, at work making that money that you, you're so desperate to do, but still get that high school diploma. Um, okay, so why don't we talk a little bit more in depth about business and marketing, these classes that you are t um, teaching in your room. Okay. Um, this past year, we offered marketing and digital marketing, um, entrepreneurship, and I don't even know what the other graphic design kind of is what it was called. Um, but the digital marketing is everything that you see through social media, through, you know, TikTok, through online um, advertising. Um, entrepreneurship this year, it's similar to what we've taught in the past, business essentials. Um, it's how to get a business started um, from the different types of ownership to legal requirements to business plans um, and the introduction to marketing um, is just the whole umbrella that falls underneath that so kind of getting the kids to understand everything that falls under marketing um, and then next year we're going to be teaching an introduction to real estate class I'm super excited about that um, and so I mean, real estate is huge down here. Yes. Um, it's probably huge all over, but especially down here with all the tourism that we have and, you know, vacation homes and things like that, just everything that falls under real estate. So I'm super excited this summer to to get into that and figure out everything that I've got to teach. I say I always joke that <laughs> the day I retire, I'm going to become a real estate agent. So I may just have to see if I can get my planning period linked yes. up with when you teach this course. <laughs> about it before I'm just kidding but that's that's awesome again I just I think our children are super blessed with opportunities to, to learn about different career fields because I know we have students I had a senior this year who told me like I want to go into real estate that was her end goal and I mean how how awesome would it have been for and her to have this option there's just so much marketing also that oh, falls sure. under real estate uh -huh. um, and all the different jobs that are out there that can help with real estate as well yeah it's awesome it's very cool I'm super excited that now you, you should be excited for the real estate class. they've been talking about it yeah. yes see very how excited. awesome is that and our student organization is FBLA future business leaders of America um, we also there is one for marketing called DECA um, but it we haven't really started it in the county yet because most of us have fallen under business um, but we took 12 kids, I think, to our county competition, and everybody placed. Very cool. Um, and so they also went to state, which was in Mobile this year, and um, they did amazing. We had one group that placed second at state, and so they qualified to go to nationals. Um, summer's just so busy for everybody because a lot of them are athletes and um, work and things like that, and so we're not going to make it to go to nationals, but it was really cool that – 
They played. Yes. That's huge. They were so awesome. excited. In the state. So excited. I mean, yeah, that's a big, big deal. Yes. That's so awesome. Yes. Who were those students? It was mind? Amelia Pritchett, Peter Eckhoff, and um, Morgan Fuller. Very cool. Awesome. And what yes. was, Good is it marketing that they were doing? It was theirs. I think theirs was PSA. Okay. Um, and so it was really cool. That is very cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Well, Miss Leverett, I'm going to let you dive in a little bit more with hotel and I'm now I've, it left my brain. Resort I'm, management. Thank you. Hotel so hospitality and tourism, tourism is the easier way to say all that. So I have three um, typical classes and the first one's a foundation class that it's a lot of material because we talk about everything from casinos and cruise ships, a lot of safety and sanitation, the commercial kitchen, um, customer service. It's very broad and we do a whole lot of different things. And then from there they can branch off into hotel and resort um, marketing and management, or they can even go into H&T entrepreneurship. So I kind of have all of what Ms. Parker was talking about just on a different slant. And in our class, um, and in Ms. Cody's education and training, we sponsor our CTSO's Family Community Career Leaders of America, or FCCLA. And even in that club, like the competition availability, the different categories they can be in our it's so diverse I mean there's just it's, it's overwhelming it yeah is. It, is. it really is I mean when, when Miss Cody and I had to step up our game a little bit this year yes. it was like oh my gosh it's just it's I was so thankful for you because likewise. it was a little bit of um again my first year in this program mm-hmm. I was so thankful to have Miss Leverett there to kind of hold my hand through it because when they handed us a, basically this massive packet of here's all the different categories that you can con- potentially compete in I w- it is. It's extremely overwhelming. It's a very broad group because not only does it include this idea of hotel um, and hospitality and management, but then you've got education and training. So two very diverse, different and classes. And there are other categories. For I sure. Mean, all kinds of food, nutrition, and sports nutrition, and um, just other entrepreneurship categories. It's it's just a whole lot to digest. And I've only done it in small bites. So this year with Miss Cody, I said, okay, we're going to digest even more. And we did get help from um, Alyssa Patterson from Alberta High School. So I have to thank her greatly because she came and worked with both of our students one-on-one. And that helped us tremendously. And a big shout out to Alberta High School because they're, they're, um, they, I'm so sorry. Can you, do you remember the student's name that is the national president? Mary Catherine Gunn. Mary Catherine Gunn is the national FCCLA president. So she literally is the president of the entire organization as a student at Alberta High School. She graduated this year, um, but man, Alberta is really rocking their FCCLA program. They're a great model for what we want to do. Um, and so we were very thankful for them and their guidance through a lot of this. Because again, this is new for both of us and trying to get, especially in the competitive side of it. And in my classes, we've always done the cook-offs, so that's been my big thing. And I've sent a lot of beef cook-off winners to state. So we've had a lot of success there, but now we got to layer on a little more of the CTSO. So um, looking forward to what's going to happen next year. We've got some strong um, students coming back to be our leadership for FCCLA next year. Lots of great ideas out there. We were working with FCCLA and the Youth Task Force, which is actually a student organization out of the Lighthouse Shelter in Robertsdale, but we're going to pass that on to some a great group of teachers. I'm just very thankful and feel blessed that I'm able to hand that off to some wonderful teachers who are going to be great sponsors for that and really help that program grow. And then we'll focus a little more on the, again, the career technical aspects of, of what our club does 
And we do use those CTSOs, all of us do, all CTE educators, we do stuff in the classroom to bring out service learning. So um, even though we have a special organization in FCCLA that did Youth Task Force with the Lighthouse, we will do service projects with all of our students to help bring awareness to whatever cause it is. And in the past, I've done, um, the students have been able to bring what causes they want to work mm -hmm. on. And we're going to throw that back out. Um, in the past, we've worked with uh, Mary's Shelter in Alberta. We've gone to the nursing homes. I know other clubs are doing that, have taken that up. It's just, and then we also do like beautification on the campus. You know, I've come up here and painted poles and things right. like that. Right. So, you know, that's a great thing about the CTSOs is they really help get the students to become not just leaders, but servant leaders and broaden, you know, not just the classroom, but the whole community. So that's, a, that's another great thing. Um, I agree. Yeah, and going back to my program, again, I have to shout out all the business partners that we have for all kinds of things. So we have the Gateway Initiative with Ed Bouchard and Tyler Morgan that bring in relevancy to the classroom, either through guest speakers or other programs, data, and our career coach, Ms. Baxter, Morel Baxter, she helps me do a great program of mock interviews. We start with resumes and soft skills. We build up the students so that we actually have our business stakeholders come in and interview all of our students. And the students are nervous before they go in, but after they come out, they usually have a, a very fresh sense of confidence, which is so important for their grit, for, for them getting through our world. So lots of great things that we're doing there. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned yeah. Ms. Baxter because yeah. she is part of our career tech organization. Yes. Um, we have to share her with another school, but she does so much for all of our classes. And all of our students. I yes. mean, just the whole school. She helps get our students internships with our utility companies that, of course, can lead to amazing careers. But that's just the, t the beginning of what she does. Scholarships. Say, yes, the scholarships. She's on. come in and help them build their resumes. I mean, she will literally do anything mm -hmm. that you ask. Like, yes. I, especially again, first year, I was asking all the questions and she was so accommodating and never made me feel like, you again? Like, she just <laughs> was so, so sweet. So, yes, Miss Baxter is amazing. Um, I'll briefly talk about my program too, just because we're on the CTE conversation. So again, this is my first year with the program, but I am teaching, uh, well, my, my pathway is education and training. And so education and training is the foundational level of my course. And much like Ms. Leverett, it is a very broad spectrum of material. I, to me, I feel like that one is where they're hammered with all the coursework. And then when we get to teaching one and two is where it's a little bit more of them having the opportunity to actually experience what we do as teachers through making lesson plans, developing, um, curriculum and even talking about how do we differentiate instruction. Um, but what all of those students and, and all of those courses um, are able to do is we travel to Mathis Elementary twice a week and they are placed with a elementary school teacher on that campus. And before we go, they're actually able to let me know, I have them um, select, do you wanna work with pre-K through second grade or third grade through sixth grade? So they're able to kind of give me a gauge of younger kids or older. Um, but they partner with a elementary school teacher for the entire school year, and it, it's just so much fun because at the end of this um, time together, on our last day to go, I was excited, the vibe was great, and when they were getting back on the bus, I had at least eight or ten kids get back on that had clearly been crying, and it really, I just, it, 
they said this was hard like to say goodbye and I said but it, there's always next year like you know we can come back next year and and that's my hope is that um, as they form these relationships not just with the students but with the teachers is and this is what I tell them is if you really do pursue education as a future career you've already got the teachers on this campus that are going to completely support you but now you've made networking opportunities with other teachers at Mathis including Dr. McCurdy and I really have to tell you Dr. McCurdy Miss um, Dutton, all of the staff and um, administration at Mathis has been, they have been so incredible to me and to my students. They are completely supportive, they work with us, and then they commend them all the time. They just talk about how great the kids are, and that I'm just super proud of the kids that um, took my course this year. They were incredible, they did a great job, and they helped make this new transition for me um, as smooth as possible. And I know that it, you know, I give them a lot of credit for how great the first year went. Um, but I'm excited to, to move forward. My numbers have um, grown, so I'm very excited that next year I will be mostly um, CTE. I do, I still have one English class on my schedule, so I still have one English class that I'll teach, but as, as, as the program grows, eventually I'll be able to be full-time CTE, and that'll be um, wonderful, because I really am enjoying being able to teach these classes. I love that your kids do all the bulletin boards. Oh, yes. Because they'll, you know, we have one or two near my classroom, and they'll ask for advice. They're yeah. like, what can we add to it? You know, things like that, and then just go around the school and, and see all the cool ones that they've done. The Mardi Gras ones, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, the one that Layla did was amazing. All the bedazzlement right. that, that oh, was on there. They're so serious about yes. it. And, you know, what's funny is, I'll, to, if I'm really honest, I, I often joke, and I tell the kids this, too. I'm a secondary teacher for a reason and it's because I don't like doing bulletin boards like that is not my specialty um, so I'm always impressed I mean even the ones who at first start and I'm like oh that's looking a little rough because I'm really particular about making it you know it does have to look neat it doesn't have to be perfect but you know everything needs to look neat inevitably I've had very few that I've had to go back and go hey let's trim this one up or hey you know they are meticulous they really are they want it to look good and I think part of it's almost a competition and now that we've spread out because when we first started we were just doing the bulletin boards on the 500 and 800 hallway so I think we had maybe five bulletin boards that we were doing but my classes were quite large and I would have 18 kids working on one bulletin board which was silly so we have spread out and I think the intentions for next year is we will do all bulletin boards in the hallways not I mean now there are some teachers who are like hey I've all and I'm like that's fine you can we're not gonna take it away from you but we will do the majority of the bulletin boards and it's because we have so many students that we can spread out and and do that's a blessing um, but I even thought about you know offering them up as you know as a small fundraiser you know if teachers want to donate to our program we could even come in the classroom and maybe do bulletin boards for them too because like me the, these cute bulletin boards that I have I did not make these bulletin boards my students made them for me so they're they are they're super talented and um, they have really it, it what's really I think rewarding about it is the number of kids that have said I never would have considered education ever it never was even on my radar and now I'm thinking about it um, and I think that again that's the purpose of all of what we're doing right we want to give kids some direction here is you know here is an option for you and it may not be what you want to do if anything I've also had kids come to me and say one of my favorite stories is one girl was like oh give me sixth grade I don't want the babies I think she was in it for maybe a month and she said 
okay, so can I switch to kindergarten? Because I don't think it's sixth grade. And I said, awesome. let me see what I can do. And we did. And she fell in love with kindergarten. Aww. So we're figuring out, too, what age group do you want to work with? And and I've had a few that told me this was fun, but I do not want to be a teacher. And I'm like, I get it. you got to figure that out, too. You know, Amen. so... Anyways, I think that's the biggest blessing that we're given our, um, all of our students is an opportunity for them to explore different career options before they ever leave this campus. And I think that's huge. I, I think it's such a big blessing. And as a person who has young children that will come through this school, I'm thankful to know that my own children will have these opportunities um, as well. All right, do y'all have anything that y'all wanna add before we close out? I would just like to have my name at the top of the list for the bulletin board thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. I will add you on there for sure. I, I'm telling you, I told the kids about this idea, and they were like, you really think teachers would go for that? Oh, yes. And I said, 100%. Yeah. I was uh-huh. like, yeah, most of I'll us. I'll even take you in the classroom. I just want to give a shout-out to Mr. Maldi, who is our county career tech supervisor. Um, he is starting to wind down a little bit and think about retiring, so that's going to be super sad. But he is so supportive of every single teacher in the county. Um, when there's extra money, he will – send an email and say, you know, does anybody need anything? What equipment do you have? Things like that. And so he, he is just awesome. I agree. Cause again, I've asked all the questions and he's another one that I've hit up a good bit and he's been amazingly accommodating to everything. And much with the financial side of things, it costs a lot to run these kind of programs. And so he is always um, searching for ways to help us out in the monetary side of things. And I definitely appreciate that as well. Well, great. I definitely appreciate you guys being with us today and for talking about your programs and highlighting the different things that we're doing around here. This is, like I said, the close of season one of Paul Prince. We will be back next school year with hopefully even more episodes. Um, All of our staff, you know, they're all itching to come in and and film. And a lot of times it's just making sure we have the time to do it. But we are excited to continue to highlight the different programs that we have on our on our campus and the different bodies that are on this campus. There's so many of us that um, are big supporters of what we're doing here and we're thankful for the leadership. We're thankful for the bodies on this campus. We have amazing teachers um, and we're just blessed to be at Foley High School. It's a great place to be. But thank you for tuning in and listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paw Prince, a Foley High School podcast. Paw Prince is recorded in Foley, Alabama at Foley High School. You can listen to Paw Prince on any of your favorite podcast platforms, including Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. Thanks, guys, and have a great day.